Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I am Brandon. Hello, Brandon. How you doing, Asan? I'm good. Uh, if I sound somewhat, if the audio qual- quality is a little different, uh, it's because I am out of town. Out of town? Where are you right now? I am in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What's the, the beer that's from there? The old, you mean the, uh, old Milwaukee? Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess that's it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Will Ferrell, uh, the inexplicable Will Ferrell commercials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Old Milwaukee Brewing Company. I think that's what they're called. Um, what are you doing in Milwaukee? I, I am working. I am DJing as part of uh, a a conference for that a uh, conference for uh female entrepreneurs and so Ooh. i'm here providing the musical vibes for the conference i'm djing and yeah it's going well so far uh i'm here for two more days nice yeah uh, man that's cool um, uh, i want to let you know because you can't hear this because uh-huh. you, you said uh the audio quality might be different i'm also using a worse mic on my end just to <laughs> So that I don't sound like unbelievable in comparison to you. So, no, you should have just gone. You should have gone out and bought a new mic for yourself, so you sound even better. <laughs> it's like a thousand dollar mic. So it sounds like you recorded your end at Capitol Studios. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, I'm recording from Abbey Road. Uh, Paul McCartney's here. We're just uh, getting some levels going. But uh, I'm sure your uh, your iPod headphones will work just fine. <laughs> Yeah, earpods, not AirPods. I'm not that guy. <laughs> uh, that's funny because I am that guy right now. <laughs> Brandon, you've been that guy since I've known you, man. I know, whatever, man. Uh, I, I I am who I am. Have you have you? Uh, Timbaland would say you are the way that you are. Oh, what's that song? The way uh, I, the way I are. Oh, I don't know that song. Uh, the way is it was from that weird era where Timbaland was like every week he had a new like techno song with Nelly Furtado. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that era when T- yeah. Timbaland was trying to like be like Pitbull An for artist? some reason? Yeah. 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 It yeah. was really weird. Be, um, did you say be Pitbull? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's Pitbull's really funny to me. Like, because I remember when he first started his career, he was like really like, oh, he was he was like just another like you know drug trade rapper from like Miami, and then like he discovered like if I wear a suit and gloves and talk about partying, I'll make way more money. Right. <laughs> and now he plays All arenas. I need is gigantic sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay. Have you ever been to Wisconsin? I've never been to Wisconsin, no. Okay. So Milwaukee is 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 very de- – it's like anti-California in a lot of ways. Like they everything so? that we do in California, they kind of do the opposite. <laughs> so like okay. I feel like every every person here like gets married at age 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking to people today that were like – uh, who looked like they were still in high school, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm married, and uh, we just bought a house last week." And I'm like, "What?" Like you realize, like that's impossible in California, right? Yeah, like, and, uh, yeah, I just got my first apartment like a month ago. 
<laughs> yeah. And when I tell them what I'm paying in rent, they're like, why? Right. <laughs> they're like, that's how much my down payment was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's crazy, man. Like, it, it's just so different here. Like, like people are like best friends with their parents and weird stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And like, they probably... They probably have lived there for a long time, yeah? Yeah. And, like, uh, some of the girls that work in the event, like, they're from, like, born and raised in, like, uh, Milwaukee. And, uh, like, they're like, yeah, we'd, we'd be heartbroken if we ever, like, moved away, like, from our parents. Like, they're, you know, we're we're so, you know, tight-knit. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, I'm definitely not hitting my mom to get tickets for Endgame, you know? <laughs> Dude, I would hit up your mom for tickets for Endgame. Your mom's tight. All right, all right. Take it easy. <laughs> uh, I I mean that in the the least weird way possible. Your mom right. is really cool. Well, thanks. So if you don't want to hang out with her, I'm gonna move to Milwaukee with your mom, and we're gonna hang out <laughs> in the least weird way possible again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would allow my mom in Milwaukee. She's too uh, she's too loud. They'd be like, no, we don't do we don't do that here. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. So I'm in Milwaukee. It's freezing cold here in the middle of May, which is weird. It's like 42 degrees outside. It sucks. Really? Yeah, it's really cold. That's hilarious because the last episode, we introduced the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, a, as a permanent member for the next few months. Yeah. it's That's hilarious. Yeah, it's really cold here. Um, yeah, man. I just... I'm here in Milwaukee. I've been, and it sucks because there's not a whole lot of direct flights to Milwaukee from LA. So I had, and you know me, I hate flying like with a passion. Like I just, yeah. I just, I'm really anxious on planes. So what should have been get on one plane, get off another plane. I had to take four separate planes because <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know I, there's a layover on the way here, and then there's a layover on the way back, which sucks. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, man, airplanes. They're, they're the worst, man. Do you like flying? I do like flying. Well, I like I like flying up until the point when I sit in the seat. Because up until that point, I've glamorized it. I'm like, cool, I'm going to get some work done while I'm on the plane. This is going to be cool and relaxing. I'll have a cocktail, like just like the movies. And then I get there and... You know, I'm flying coach. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I was like, gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, you get there and remember that you aren't fly, flying in a private jet, <laughs> right? And it's 2019, so they've moved the seats like so close together. I have no leg room. My knees are in the back of the seat. If I try to pull my computer out, it's hitting the back of the thing because the person is reclined like into my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yes, I like it up until when I get on the plane and then go, oh, wait. Yeah, this isn't great. <laughs> yeah, flying is it's terrible. Um, but, yeah, man, so that's what I'm doing this week. I'm trying to survive this this trip. Uh, luckily, when I get back, I'm going. I'm headed straight to Palm Springs when I get back, so it'll be a, a drastic shift in weather. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Yeah. Um, what's, or, uh, what have you done this week? What are you doing this week? Um, I went to a couple days ago. I went to Disneyland. Uh, oh, for the my, first my, my stomping time. grounds. Yeah, I went to Disneyland for the first time with my son um, and my wife as well. Uh, and it was super fun. It was totally different than any other time I've been to Disneyland because Disneyland with a two year old is uh, a very different experience. But it was it was really cool. Um, we had a friend sign us in 
Um, so we got to go for free, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was super, super fun. Uh, we you, saw Winnie the Pooh like you say three who that, times. You want to say who that friend is on the podcast? Oh, well, yeah. I guess I'll shout him out. I, I guess it feels weird. He definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't know that. Well, no, I feel like he doesn't. If you do, then I'm sorry, Josh. But it was Josh Ferrer. I also just don't want like other people that know him to be like, "Oh, what the hell, man!" Like, well, you, get me into Disneyland. Well, you didn't have to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Josh F. Thank you. Yeah, Josh is somewhere like, yeah, more like Josh F. You for saying my name on the podcast. <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm uh, inundated with requests right now. Um, that, that is cool. I'm a, I'm a pretty big Disney fan. As you know, I have an annual pass. I'm an annual pass holder. Wow, uh, do you have one of those stickers on your car that says <laughs> AP? <laughs> no, uh... I ha- yeah, it's right next to my coexist sticker and my. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and how are you liking your new Subaru Forester you just got, by the way? Oh, it's great, man. Um, I can't wait to go to Hawaii and get one of those those high stickers to put on the back. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, no. I am an annual pass holder. I love Disney, man, and it's funny because. When I was younger, I didn't like Disneyland, but I like I love it more as an adult now because I can appreciate the hard work that everyone there is putting in, you know? Yeah, they they really do to make it so magical. It's crazy. When you're a punk kid, like in middle school, you're like, this is lame. Nothing's going fast. Uh, even though I wasn't like <laughs> even though I wasn't like super into roller coasters, like I still like, you know, you you can't appreciate the fact that there's, you know, people inside suits who like are sweating and people who can't point with one finger because they're not allowed to, you just, you just like, right. You don't realize how hard everyone's working until you go as an adult. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Mad props to you guys. Mad props. Yeah. It's crazy. And then now, cause I know, uh, a handful of people that work. All right. All right. In all various right. capacities. We get it. We get it. People know I'm not you. Trying to, I'm not trying to brag. You're a big deal. No, we get I, it. I know people. I'm not a big, no, I'm saying that I just know people that work various shows or as characters or whatever. And yeah, it's like, it's no joke. What, uh, what does Josh do there? Uh, he plays trumpet in one of the shows. Oh, that's lame. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no, but he plays as Daffy Duck. (laughs) (laughs) He mimes trumpet as Daffy Duck. (laughs) That's cool. In a very specific Daffy Duck show. No, that's cool, man. Um, yeah, it was cool. So it, did did your son, Owen, did he like uh, Disneyland? He loved it, yeah. Um, mm. He basically – well, so he's gotten into Winnie the Pooh lately, and so we went on the Pooh ride, which is not a good idea. It gets very scary on that ride. So we went once, and he does, does was get, crying. Does it get scary? It get like, yeah, there's like some like – crazy creatures and like it's wacky music and it's really dark and he was like crying and it was a mess so we were like okay never mind we don't need to do that and then we came out from that and what are uh, the scary creatures in winnie the pooh i've been on that ride the the heffalumps and woozles i I mean (laughs) how much of a parent podcast do you want this to become because i can go all the way into it no let's go let's go let's go deep let's deep dive (laughs) deep dive winnie the pooh uh, the Heffalumps and Woozles, which is he has some kind of dream. Uh, 
And so there's there's these big like crazy looking creatures, and they're not like they're just kind of like weird looking. But if you're two, and it's dark, and it's like weird like sinister carnival music, it's very off putting. Yeah, I think your kid just needs a man up, dude. <laughs> Grow up, dude. What are you two? <laughs> yeah, I get that. So did you guys ride any other rides? Uh, we we only rode one other ride, which was uh, the Jungle Cruise, <laughs> which was Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, he loved that one. It's like, or he was unconscious. I really couldn't tell, but either way, he wasn't crying. It was very dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't take him on no, Star we, Tours, man. Come on, dude. You're the you're the Star Wars guy. I know. I wish. <laughs> I'm I'm counting down the days. Actually. Because he is very tall. Like, he is taller than most three-year-olds, and he's only two. Uh, uh-huh. He probably could get on more rides. <laughs> he wouldn't do well on them, but people people he, would wave him through. No he problem. has the equivalent of, like, a toddler fake ID. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's lucky that you guys signed him in because he. I know Disney, like, you can go for free up to, like, two years old. He probably wouldn't get let in. I know. They'd be like, no way, man. That kid's at least 13. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's like, he's like doing his baby talk and they're like, yeah, yeah. Very funny, kid. (laughs) Good act. Whatever. What's four times four? (laughs) That's funny. Oh, man. Uh, But yeah, uh, it was really cool. Uh, A much more chill version of Disneyland. Um and I'm glad I got that in. That was a couple days ago because now I'm a little sick. So if you're, if the listener is wondering, like, what's up with his voice? It's deeper than usual. Oh, uh, is, that's, uh, is your that's son why. is your son vaccinated? Of course he's vaccinated. We're hey not man, monsters. Hey man, I don't know. I don't know how you live your life. <laughs> I mean, you are vegan. <laughs> Okay, but that's a very different thing, though. And also, we're like pescatarian now, so we've we've loosened it up a little bit. Imagine some if, fish if, and also some vaccines. Imagine how gigantic your kid would be if you'd been feeding him meat this whole time. <laughs> that's that's what we're trying to do. We're actually going to start giving him coffee too, uh, to stunt his growth specifically, just so he's not too far ahead of everyone. It's mm-hmm. kind of unfair. Did uh, did he like uh, Jungle Cruise? Uh, he did. There was a couple. A couple spots where he got scared. Like, the guy, like, shoots his gun in the air. <laughs> so he got scared by that. But uh, Was he scared by the, the hippos when they come up out of the water? Uh, he was fine with the hippos, actually. Oh, really? Um, he, oh, man, foolish child. They're, like, the most deadly animal in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak up on you when you least expect it. Yeah. Uh, um, that ride, I haven't been on in years. Oh, and, yeah? Were you surprised uh, by the amount of shtick that they do? <laughs> yes i was like this guy has a polished shtick Dude, and and the best part was uh we passed elephants at the beginning and he goes uh did you know that elephants uh elephants have the best memory in the world and he goes yeah it's crazy i wish i had a memory like that and that wasn't funny <laughs> and then he moved on and went to something else. Then at the very end of the ride, there's another elephant. And he goes, did you guys know that uh, elephants have the best memory of all the animals in the world? I wish I had that kind of memory. And I was like, 
Whoa. Okay. <laughs> he played the long game. <laughs> yeah. Like, good for you, man. Uh, that's funny. I feel like they exclusively hire people. Like, if you have that job, like, if you're the Jungle Cruise operator, you either are equipped to do that job or be, like, a high school history teacher. <laughs> totally. Because it's the same kind of humor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> dude, I... I thought like so the first one of the first times I got my annual pass I went on Jungle Cruise and I just thought okay maybe this one person just thinks they're funny that's why they're doing this but no every time I get on like that's like part of the ride like they do this like they do these weird like dry bits that are like <laughs> like way way too like they're way too like <laughs> They're way too dry to be for the kids, but like they're way they're way too broad for any adult to really like appreciate. <laughs> I know. I wasn't expecting it either, so I was like, "What is happening right now?" Like, and he just kept going. Like he's got a whole thing, and he repeats it every five minutes. And if you don't, and if you don't get a, if you get an operator that like doesn't have a great delivery, it could sound like the mutterings of like someone who's about to like kill themselves in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah, oh. J- Jungle Cruise is great. Uh, you know, The Rock is starring in a uh, live-action movie adaptation of The Jungle Cruise. I think it's crazy that Disney is just doing that. Like, they did Pirates. It was a smash success. They did Haunted Mansion. It was not a smash success. <laughs> and they're like, let's keep going. What else do we have? Jungle Cruise. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember they made a Tomorrowland movie? Yep, it was not good. No, it was not. <laughs> you know, you I think know, that's funny too, because they just—they didn't make it about a ride; they made it about a section of the park. <laughs> what? What if like uh, Disney like really like uh, like jumped the gun on some of those properties that they made live-action movies, and so like they put like Jim, like not Jim Carrey, they put uh, Eddie Murphy into the haunted mansion, <laughs> like the ride. <laughs> 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 and George Clooney and uh, like Space Mountain or something. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that they didn't do that. That would be really fun. Um, but yeah, Jungle Cruise. Honestly, it feels like Jumanji too, because mm-hmm. uh, it's like the same outfit and the same <laughs> yeah. environment. Yep. But speaking of uh, uh, Jumanji too, um, I saw. Uh, do you remember the original Jumanji with Robin Williams? Uh, yeah. Do you that when movie, the kid? That movie does not hold up. <laughs> the CGI <laughs> is so bad. Do you remember uh, the um, the kid in Jumanji, the Robin Williams Jumanji, mm-hmm. who like starts turning into a monkey? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Okay, so I saw a thing, and this is a perfect pivot to our next uh, point of discussion. Uh, I saw a thing online that someone took that picture of the kid turning into a monkey from the original Jumanji, but they colored him blue a little bit, and he looks exactly like Sonic from the new Sonic trailer. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, Yeah, speaking of that nightmare fuel, that... So, so, okay, aside from, okay, so the obvious complaint about the trailer is that the Sonic design, most people are not a fan of the way he looks. Uh, 
No. Uh, and he looks I, crazy. I think I think I figured out why it's unsettling. So he one he's like hairy, and like you yeah. never you never think of Sonic as being hairy because like it's 2D animated, so it's like kind of smooth, and you don't really think about that. Like right, he's just blue. Yeah, right. It's, it, but but the thing that's most unsettling is that like he has like his body like it looks like he has like a prepubescent boy's body totally but with the muscle definition of an adult so like (laughs) it's this weird uncanny valley of like weird adolescence but also like muscular like have you ever like remember like on dr phil and stuff there'd be like those that like those child bodybuilders (laughs) like that's what Uh, he looks like but covered in fur yeah so again a blue version of the monkey kid from jumanji <laughs> yeah and it, it, exactly and he has like human proportions like it just looks weird looks really yeah. weird and uh, i don't understand why they have to like raise the stakes so much that like he's saving the world <laughs> yeah like, and like and like it's sonic <laughs> he collects coins and the and well no he collects rings uh, I'm you. so sorry. I'm <laughs> so sorry for the slip up. Um, and and the th- ah, this movie looks crazy. Like uh, he's an alien from another planet who is here to save us from whatever. And like the rings he has, like create portals. Yeah, like, get <laughs> out of here with the portal thing. Just make it. I don't know. Honestly, just like. <laughs> An hour and a half of of like high definition Sonic gameplay, like just update the graphics. I'd, I'd go watch that. Like, why didn't they just set it in the Sonic world? Like, why does it have to be in in, in our world in Indiana somewhere? You know, right? Uh, James Marsden. This is going to be one of those movies, though, that I feel like will be so hilariously bad that like. It like kind of like the Halle Berry Catwoman. Like it's gonna be so hilariously, <laughs> it's so hilariously bad that like it'll actually be like a cult favorite, you know? Right. Especially, the thing that bums me out. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, especially because like Jim Carrey's performance looks the perfect amount of bonkers. Like he looks <sighs> like. He looks like he knows exactly which movie he's in. You know, he's like, <laughs> right. I'm about to chew. Every inch of scenery. <laughs> right. Okay, so I want to talk about Jim Carrey, but before we talk about Jim Carrey, the part that bums me out is, yes, I agree that, like, uh, it looks bonkers, and it's going to be, like, a, a crazy cult favorite for that reason, but the the thing that bums me out is that Ben Schwartz is the voice of Sonic, and I'm a big Ben Schwartz fan, so I want to, like, support him based on that, but, yeah, it Ah, it just looks like it's going to be uh, historically terrible. Yep. Um, but Jim Carrey, that's crazy to me because what's the last movie he did like immediately before this? Um, it's, it's been a little while, it's right? It's been a while. He did like a small like European film where he played like a, like a grizzled detective that actually looked pretty good. I didn't oh, see that's it. that's right. <laughs> where yeah. he had like a shaved head and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but before okay. that, so, he did. I think the last one he did may have been like Mr. Popper's Penguins or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Some, something like that. The last thing that I've seen Jim Carrey in 
recently, like date wise, is uh, the Netflix documentary Jim and Andy. Have you seen that? Yes. So I'm like, wow, Jim Carrey's like enlightened and like on another like he's been he's been doing mushrooms, clearly, as you posted. Uh, And he's like on another level and like seeing interviews of him at things. He's like, oh, this is all this is all nothing like we don't matter. And this is all a farce or whatever. And then now he comes back out of (laughs) out of retirement to do Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, see, that's why I think it's going to be a perfect Jim Carrey performance, because if you look at him in the trailer and you look at his eyes, he knows what's happening. Like he he knows like (laughs) he knows what he signed up for, like. I'm sure they showed him early on in this movie. They showed him like reference material of what Sonic was going to look like. And he read the script and was like, oh, I know what this is. And he's going to I think his performance is going to be incredible. Like, I think he's just going to be insane. And I am looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I so, mean, yeah. it's it's kind of like a, we're going to have to see it. Yes. One way or another. Because it's either going to be, actually, well, it's not going to be good. It's either going to be passable or it's going to be so bad that it's that it becomes good. Yeah, and I, I hope it's I hope it's really really bad. Um, <laughs> um, I want it to be so bad. I do. I want it to be really bad. Um, uh, in other entertainment news, did you see the Obama's Netflix deal? Yeah, how many movies is it, or or projects? It's seven movies and a TV series. That's crazy. Yeah, it's and that's also crazy because like, th- like, uh, what are we? Twenty nineteen. So like three, four years ago, he was the president, and and that was the president and first lady, and now they're making Netflix shows. <laughs> now he's a an, an entertainment mogul, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Like, I don't think any other president could do that. Uh, yeah, it's, um... And obviously it's not like, it's not like he's doing House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking over House of Cards. Right. <clears throat> we're, reboot, we're rebooting it. We're, uh, we're rebooting it. Uh, me and Michelle, we're rebooting it. Hey, uh, that's pretty good. Thanks. Uh, I'm trying to see... What the properties are going to be. Yeah, it's like, uh, I think it's like kind of like historical documentary kind of stuff about like historical figures, uh, at yeah. least uh, from the couple that I saw. Um, they're doing uh, American Factory. It's a doc- It's a documentary. It takes a deep dive into post-industrial Ohio. Um, they're doing uh, Bloom, which is an upstairs slash downstairs drama series set in the world of fashion in post World War II New York City. That depicts barriers that depicts barriers uh, faced by women and people of color in an era marked by hurdles, but also tremendous progress. Wow. Uh, they're doing. Something called Overlooked. Um, uh, is a scripted anthology series uh, called Overlooked. I don't know what that's about. Uh, hmm. 
they're doing family programming called Listen to Your Vegetables and Eat Your Vegetables. It will be a half-hour preschool series. What? It will take young really? chi- It'll take young children and their families around the globe on an adventure that tells the story of our food. So, like Obama vegetables. It's going to be like it's going to be like parts unknown with with kids. <laughs> and Barack <Interesting>. Obama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or uh yeah, that's weird. Um so I'll make real uh, the fifth fifth risk, a nonfiction series will aim to portray the importance of unheralded work done by everyday heroes. Uh, wow! Yeah, they're doing a lot of different things. Um, speaking of Netflix shows, have you seen? Uh, I think you should leave. I have seen the first episode, the first uh, bunch of sketches. Oh, just the first one. I've only seen the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's a new sketch show on Netflix. Um, and, and what's who's the guy's the, name? Uh, Tim. It's Tim Johnson, right? Tim uh, Robinson. Tim yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Um, um, I wasn't familiar with him before, but I guess he's a writer on SNL. He's like he's like uh, less handsome Andy Samberg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Andy Samberg, it's a Lonely Island produced uh, show. That makes sense. It it, it, uh, it feels sense, like the it. sense of humor is is very much that. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, I, so I stumbled across that show on accident, which Netflix is really good at doing at this point. Uh, I, I was laying in bed in this hotel room uh, because of the two hour time difference. I'm staying awake till like 2 a.m. every night because <laughs> <laughs> my body is uh, used to it not being that late. Um, but anyway, so I was like, uh, you can only there's only so much Parks and Rec you can watch in one sitting. So I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, what else is on here? And it suggested to me uh, the show. And I think in the screen grab, it actually is Andy Samberg. Um, yeah, it is, and that's uh, smart on their part. It's smart, but it's also a slight to Tim Robinson. <laughs> it is like, yeah. look, man, we, you're not a looker, all right. Um, and it's a bait and switch because I've watched five of the six episodes, and Andy Samberg has not shown up yet. <laughs> Does that mean that Andy Samberg is the most famous cameo in the show? <laughs> uh, are there more? Will famous Forte ones? is also in it. Uh, Fred Willard. Um, yeah, he's still more famous than those guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, so I watched the first episode. Uh, I think it is hilarious. I think uh, it's uh, – thank God for Netflix because that show c- could not exist on regular TV. I think – No. Um, and I think it's because – it's not because it's weird because there's weird shows on TV. But I think it um, – it oscillates back and forth between being weird and kind of being more broad. And I think, I think it's, it's not weird enough for something like adult swim. Um, but it's, but it's definitely too weird to be on like, you know, comedy central or like something like that, you know, (laughs) but it is, it is super funny. Uh, (laughs) I've, again, I've only seen the, uh, do you, do you, uh, before I get into that, do you like it? Do you, did you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have a favorite? I'm excited for you to watch the rest of it. Me too. Do you have a favorite sketch from the first episode? Since that's the only one I've seen. Uh, from the first episode, I loved the one with um, what's her name, Vanessa Bayer. Oh, the one where she's like, she doesn't understand how to like playfully criticize people in her. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good. Like one. she's at brunch with her girlfriends, and they're all like, at brunch with these dum dums. Hashtag. <laughs> Uh, whatever, and she she just goes like super hard on the insults. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's really funny. Uh, I feel like a lot of the sketches are are like um, they feel like they kind of in structure at least they feel like SNL sketches in the sense that like yeah, it's very much of that style where like uh, we're just gonna like beat the hell out of this like it's like yeah it's like yeah one person's crazy and they just like double down really hard um what i thought one of my favorite sketches so far in the first episode because i feel like it's the one it's the one sketch that i've seen so far that kind of strays from that format uh and not really strays but kind of switches it up in a fresh way is the one is like the the birthday party where they're like (laughs) the guy's like self-conscious oh, about yeah <laughs> about the gift, the receipt? gift receipt and he's like <laughs> he's like he's like well you'll be fine if i eat it right and then like but then everyone is on board <laughs> right he's like well you like my gift right so you're you'd be fine if i ate the gift receipt <laughs> and then every, then everyone else is super on board and this one guy's like what is going on <laughs> it's, oh it's, man it's so funny too because like it, it, it starts off so normal and just kind of like, <laughs> but then everyone else right. just gets super invested all of a sudden. There's one later. I won't spoil the whole thing, but there's one later um, on a later episode that it's like a group of like 20 somethings um, playing like they're they're at a house party and they're playing celebrities where they like draw a celebrity. Like everyone writes a celebrity name on a hat. They put it or on a hat on a paper and they put it in the hat uh, and mm-hmm. then you draw it out and then you have to like, you know, describe to your team the celebrity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but everyone's like in their 20s and then there's one guy who's like the the older boyfriend of one of the girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's, he's older and like more mature, quote unquote. And... <laughs> So the first couple they do, they're like, um, okay, uh, this was Iron Man. And they're like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, okay. Uh, she was a, a pretty woman. Like, oh, Julia Roberts. And then they're like, um, okay, I think this is one of his. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know who this is. It's jazz legend Anthony Spanky Williams. Um, I'm not I'm not sure who that is. And he's like, oh, that guy's a classic. You don't know him? So, like, no one knows his references. That's it's funny. really funny. Yeah. That's that's good. I got to keep watching it. It's it's a really funny show. It was, it was a, yeah. a pleasant surprise. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Great show. Uh, uh, so, I've kind of been... Uh, I have some some friends that are kind of going through um, kind of the process of shopping a show around and, and they were kind of talking about the Netflix kind of model, the way they like acquire property. And it's, yeah. uh, it's actually pretty, I mean, genius. Uh, so from what I heard, typically what they do is 
<clears throat> you take them uh, you take them like a proof of concept like you shoot like you know like a, a sizzle reel like a two minute like sizzle reel of like what the vibe and tone and look of the show would be or movie or whatever and you take yeah. that to Netflix and if they like it if they like the idea enough to see what it would look like with real money behind it, then they'll give you the money to shoot like basically a pilot of it, <clears throat> huh. uh, to do like a pilot of it, and then um, once they get that back, if if uh, they like that, then they'll then they'll give you the budget to do the real thing. You go off and shoot it. You hire your own production company. You go off and make it, and then they'll they'll buy it from you. So it's like it's like a super streamlined version of like what TV you know the yeah. TV process is like for going like the traditional like network route and stuff like that. Um so it's interesting it's a lot of like <clears throat> which is why so many of the Netflix properties like feel um so fresh I think is because they're given a lot of autonomy. Like Netflix realized early right. on that like they they don't have any vested interest in like if they like what you're making, like you're the best person to make it because you're the one who made the thing that they like. So like they have no yeah. they have no vested interest in trying to tell you how to make the thing that you made good, you know? Yeah, it's like uh like YouTube but with for money. Really Yeah, YouTube with money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like hey, you do you do what you do and we'll pay you to do it. That's yep. awesome. So yeah, um, yep. So we got to make a sizzle reel or what? <laughs> yeah, man. I think that's what we got to do. Um, All right. Let's see. What other news you got? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, two uh, meta milestones. Um, we got some reviews on iTunes. Yeah, we did. Uh, we got one, and then we posted about it, and we got two more. So thank you to those of you that, that uh, left a review, um, either we, stars or wrote a thing. That's, should, that's awesome. We should uh, pull that up and shout those people out at the end Let's of the episode. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, we will shout you out at the end of the episode. Um, if you are listening to this show and you like this show, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be awesome. If you're listening to the show and you hate this show, don't leave us a review, please. Um, that would be, that would be bad. Um, <laughs> no, no, leave, leave it, leave the review. <laughs> I, no, we can take it. Yeah, we can take it. And like, it'd be really funny to read it. Uh, like <laughs> the comedy of it would be great. It would actually, um, um this is also our, uh, 20th episode. Yeah. Um, we have made it to 20. So congratulations. Take that mom. <laughs> i'm so sorry to hear that your mom is apparently not supportive of this podcast yeah she thinks i'm wasting my time um no i'm kidding my mom's super supportive uh oh uh big headline in the news this week um so uh man <laughs> so uh venezuela the the oh country, yeah country of venezuela's uh there is a, a coup, a, a coup happening, an uprising. Yeah, please explain this to me. I only know like a little bit of it. Well, I don't know much about it, um, and I'm no expert in geopolitics. But yes, I'll explain it to you in depth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I will explain it with confidence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently, 
there's a uh, a leader. Uh, I forget which one is which. There's a leader whose name starts with M, and there's a leader whose name starts with G. So let's call. Yeah, we're going with M and G. So the, let's say that the bad guy who's in power right now, his name is M. He's Mr. M, and then the good guy's name is Mr. G because G for good, Mr. right? Mr. M. Okay, so, yeah, good is G. So, Mr. M, uh, I don't know what's bad about him, but apparently whatever it is, the people of Venezuela are not happy with him. Uh, and they are – and so there's – but there's this guy who's like a leader of the resistance to put it in Star Wars terms. I I love this like <laughs> the rough, rough news. Like it's mostly it, but it's it's just the bare bones. Oh, there's this guy, right? Yeah. Okay. So, leader of the resistance, Mr. G. Yeah, we just need this. We just need this. The broad strokes. That's all we need. Um, so, Mr. G, who's like he's a military leader, um, and he's been stirring the people of Venezuela who don't like the rule of Mr. M to lead an uprising and take their <clears throat> take their issues to the streets and protest and and you know basically try to take power away from this guy. Uh, so it's a, a mili- it's a paramilitary coup because I don't believe that he has the the full use of the Venezuelan army at his disposal. But um, he's got some independent right, people, some militias and whatnot, and they're trying to take power away from this guy. And uh, there was a video that was taken of a protest happening on the middle of a highway, and a military Humvee like mowed over like twenty people. Oh, my God. And killed at least 25 people. And I bet you won't be able to guess where I saw the video of people getting murdered. Where when did I, you see it? I saw it on the White House Instagram. <laughs> oh. So the White House felt the need to uh, to uh, post a video of people getting run over by a truck. And, uh, and you can almost – and you can almost be certain – who the White House is in support of with all of this because um, let us not forget that Venezuela has um, famously been a uh, socialist country. A socialist country for the last, you know, 40, 50 years, since like the 80s. Um, and so, of course, uh, the White House is going to pump out whatever footage they can of chaos and violence and stuff like that because it's see see exactly uh donald trump will for sure be pointing to this footage when he's debating bernie sanders or joe biden or whoever and because Uh, we all know that socialism and anything like it ends in people getting run over by trucks so all right (laughs) yeah it's pretty gross that the white house would even post that uh yeah and yeah that's horrible and yeah really 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 bummer situation in venezuela right now i hope miss i hope mr m uh listens to the will of the people and and uh i don't know man we'll see something happens yeah that's terrible but anyway Uh, anyway and in lighter news uh uh it's all cool though because donald trump is hard at work hosting uh championship teams on their white house visits uh, feeding them fast food <laughs> right Ugh, dude it's uh it's, it's man it's crazy i uh yeah i i can't wait for anyone else to be yeah. next um 
Yeah. Can that's, you imagine that's if, crazy. Can you imagine it? If, imagine if President Obama like served the championship, you know, some championship college team. Uh, Fast food. Yeah, McDonald's. Like, can you imagine? I know. It's crazy, it, yeah. man. It is yeah, it's, crazy. It's bonkers. Um, have you heard uh, Facebook had a big event this week? Their big, like, developer conference? Have you heard any Facebook news? Um, the Facebook algorithm was trying to shove that in my face, but I managed to avoid it. You want to talk me through it <laughs> since you're the, you're the weekly regular tech guy? Yeah. Uh, welcome to Brandon's Tech Corner. <laughs> we'll get a sound effect for that next time. I wish we had the, the Intel processor jingle. Ding. Exactly. Yeah. So they did a big update to their app. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I, I'm bad at updating apps. Uh, well, if you update your app, it's totally different. I actually don't have the Facebook app of my phone. Maybe oh, we'll get into that. All right. We get but. it. Mindfulness. <laughs> we get it, dude. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so Facebook uh, is realizing that the news feed is not only harmful in some senses, but people are using it much less. So they're placing a big emphasis on groups and events. And that's like their main focus for the future is groups and events and messaging. Um, specifically with messaging, they want to do like private encrypted messaging, which mm -hmm. is ironic because uh, their whole they're doing a big privacy push now, which is really ironic because it's Facebook and that's not how they make money. Um, so, yeah, they're trying to like de-emphasize the news feed uh, and make groups and events like the main focus of Facebook, which is interesting because the news feed like for a long time has been the core of what Facebook is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think uh, Mark Zuckerberg's been listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Apparently. Um, oh, he has a podcast now, Zuckerberg. Um, I have not listened to it, but you better believe I'm going to for next week. <laughs> um, oh, man. What's the podcast about? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming. What, what if it has well, nothing to do with tech? <laughs> it's like Zuckerberg on movies. And he just like reviews his favorite movies. <laughs> But they're all like Sup, guys. <laughs> but they're all like movies no one cares about. He's like, this week we're reviewing Dragonheart. It's like what? <laughs> um, this week, how to, how to Train Your Dragon three. He like he just like loved it. He just likes dragon movies. <laughs> it's exclusively dragon movies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this week we're talking about The Hobbit Part Two. <laughs> the rise of smog. Um, uh, there have been rumors because Mark Zuckerberg all like last year was doing these tours to places in the Midwest, like Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, and just going and like meeting people and doing press tours and whatever. So there was rumors that he was maybe going to eventually announce a run for the president. Uh, Is he old which enough? has. Uh, I think, he, I think he is. I think you have to be thirty-five. I think oh, it's okay. the cutoff. Uh -huh. So he's probably just old enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think 
no matter your feelings about Facebook or the the empire that is Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg, I don't think anyone wants Mark Zuckerberg to be president. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. Uh, also, Instagram, they're gonna start. They're experimenting with this. Um, they're gonna start hiding likes. So when you see a post mm-hmm. and it says however many likes, it'll say like, you know, so and so liked this plus, you know, a hundred more or whatever. Now they're gonna just say your friends that liked this. They're not gonna show a number, which yeah. I think is pretty crazy. I'm all for it, but I'm shocked that they're doing that. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm not shocked. Um, I'm not a hundred percent shocked because I feel like they. I feel like they know, like their audience is like now savvy to like the way they get down. So like they're kind of yeah. like well. Look, this is a problem. And and that's the thing about, like, as much as, like, uh, the tech industry in Silicon Valley is driven by money, because, I mean, of course it is. Like, right. I, I do think that they are, like, the people at the top, like the Zuckerbergs and the, the Jack Dorsey and stuff like that, I think they really do think that what they're doing is important and they have this, like, kind of altruistic kind of sense of nobility to what they're doing and for better or for worse but i think it is I, I i really do think they have that and so i really do think they're trying like i don't think mark zuckerberg is mark zuckerberg is like wolf of wall streeting it you know <laughs> well i don't know because there's been a whole bunch of executives that have left facebook and instagram uh-huh. and have said like hey like what we designed is like poisonous to the human psyche. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be on social media. Like, we specifically designed it to be super addictive. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that they're changing that is is very good. But there's been like a ton of people that have been like, yeah, we studied human behavior and we specifically made this like in the the way that they'll uh, they'll kind of dole out likes. So if you post uh, a picture of something like as a post it will it, it won't show you like if you get 100 likes immediately it won't show you all those 100 likes it'll show you like 50 of them mm-hmm. and then when you check back later it'll give you like another 20 and then you know check back later in the day so that you keep coming back so yeah. like behavioral stuff like that it's it's crazy yeah no i get it but also i mean i think i i think they're like it seems that they've learned the error of some of their ways because, I mean, at the end of the day, like they want to create a product, a product that like or a platform that you want to be on all the time. But I, right. I think that at, at the outset, I don't think they knew exactly how the negative repercussions of having such a um, addictive platform could be. They just saw it as like, well, let's make of course we want to make the most. Of, I mean, in and out wants to make the most addicting hamburger they can, you know? Yeah, um, sure. And and I think essentially that's what they were doing, but uh, I think there were much deeper psychological and social and cultural implications that they didn't necessarily foresee. Um, that because I mean, 
you you can tell me all this about oh that this is what they were trying to do with human behavior, and I again I get that that they were trying to make something addicting, but I don't think I I, I could have ever foreseen like the effect that <laughs> social media has had on our society to the extent that it it has at this point, like. If you'd have told me, you know, the changes that when the social network came out, if you, if if at the end of that movie you told me, hey man, what they're doing in uh, with these these platforms and stuff like that is a uh, is really going to have some negative effects, and one day it'll lead to uh, uh, Donald Trump being president. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'd be like, man, you're crazy. There's no way. Sure. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, so I yeah I think there's a lot of unintended outcomes, and they're learning from their missteps. And I think the fact that they're even taking any kind of steps in any direction that is not bad, I think that's like a, a good thing, you know? Yeah. There's, I mean, there's also, uh, just so you don't think that they're like super full of virtue. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, they're you're also like, you're trying. Also, you're like, they're also a bunch of interdimensional child molesters. So there's that. <laughs> Alex Jones. Um, no, they're also trying very hard to make an argument that they don't need to be regulated by the government because there's a, a a big push for that from a lot of different people right now that they should be regulated somehow, mm-hmm. and they are actively fighting to show like, oh no, we that's not, that wouldn't be a good idea. We don't need to do that. Yeah, and I think there are arguments, there are sound arguments to be made um, on both sides of that. Um, but man, I don't know if I'd want the I don't know if I'd want social media regulated by the current administration either. Oh, y- yeah. Ah, when you put it that way, yeah. Oy. Come on, man. It, it sounds skip the you whole know, thing. Uh, that kind of government regulation. It sounds great if there's like-minded, sensible, sane people in you know in these positions. But but the hard know. thing is, fifty percent of the population is going to be angry, no matter what. Right. No matter which side it is. But I don't think that that means so we do nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't think yeah, that. But, yeah. But at the yeah. same time, it's like we, like whatever choice we make will have huge implications. So we have to be careful about the choices that we make. Yeah. Um, one way or another. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, continuing on uh, Brandon's tech corner, um, I have uh, three bits of podcast wars news. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, there's interesting stuff going on with the the platform of podcasting right now. Are we are we are we going to discuss our, our our potential deal with Luminary right now? Oh, we are going to talk about Luminary. Yeah. So, have you heard about Luminary? Um, somewhat. I I've only heard about it through Russell through Russell Brand basically. <laughs> Let me guess. He doesn't like it. No, he's like he's on Luminary. Like his show is moving to Luminary. Oh, that's right. I know. I saw a promotional thing where he was like, "I'm on Luminary with somebody." He was That's like the, hugging someone. That was very offensive. Uh, can I try it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I'm uh, on uh, Russell Brand has a very like, it's a very high pitched like kind of like, I'm on Luminary. Like it's like up there, I'm you know. On, I'm on Luminary. Right, right, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. When I was 14. Luminary. Luminary. (laughs) Martial artist when I was 14. (laughs) 
14. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, we are Russell on Brand. Luminary. Um, I don't know if you know that. But we're on there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, but Luminary, because podcasting right now is like the Wild West. And mm-hmm. I'm actually shocked that Apple has never done anything with it. Like they put all this stuff on there and they have the like the podcast store uh, and you can subscribe and you can do whatever. But they've they don't do anything with well, it. That's not true. They have some a- Apple specific or Apple like um, exclusive shows. I don't think they do. They do. They have the Beats one, like the Beats radio shows. Oh, that's part of Apple Music. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. And so that's like a radio show that's going all the time, but it's not like a it's that works more like traditional radio where it's it's live and then it disappears. Gotcha. And that's Zane Zane Low. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, because I know Nicki Minaj. Man. Nicki Minaj has a show on there too, like her Queen yeah, Queen yeah. Queen Radio or something like that. Yeah, but you have to be an Apple Music subscriber to do it. You can't just go like into the podcast store. But in the in the same way that like you know any other medium has been monetized and turned into a product, like Netflix Netflixized, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Spotify, there's rumors that they're trying to do that, obviously, because they just bought um, Gimlet Media and then Anchor, which was a, a podcasting app that you could like create mini podcasts. Um, our podcast is on Spotify as well. Uh, they're actually, this week, they started doing Spotify podcast recommendations. So, mm-hmm. like, you could be playing something like music and it would recommend a podcast, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, Luminary is trying to fill that void. Excuse me. It's trying to fill that void as well uh, by their their own app that every anyone can can use it for free. But then if you subscribe monthly, you can get it with no ads, and that has a big asterisk on it because they add in their own ads on top of whatever ads are in podcasts, oh. so it removes those. Yeah, so like Russell Brand's podcast being in there, if you subscribe, it'll be ad-free because he's not putting additional ads on. But like if we have ads, or I'm sorry, when we have had ads, those ones would still be in there. Gotcha. Uh, and the the big like conundrum with them is that they didn't ask anyone before listing their podcasts. So they just <laughs> went, cool, we'll uh, put your podcast in our app. And so a bunch of people have been super mad and uh, have contacted them about removing it. So now they're they're losing a ton of shows because people are demanding that they remove their their podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, it, it's it's less an issue of like, well, so there's two issues with that. One, um, your if if uh, if I have a podcast and it's, you do. It, yes, but if I had a podcast that was uh, intentionally being monetized, it was like behind a paywall or something like that, um, and I want certain I, – if I want the traffic to my podcast to go through certain lanes because of whatever in, like monetary infrastructure I've set up with that, if you all of a sudden just start putting my podcast up for free on your platform without the necessary channels that I have, whether it's ads or whatever – um, that takes away from my revenue stream. Also, if if um, what was, oh man, I had another I had another thought about that, but there, there's another reason why that's lame. Well, too. another another big 
another big complaint that people have is that it's routing like through their servers first. So like if I stream on Luminary, it contacts their servers and then it contacts the the podcast host. Mm-hmm. So uh, last episode we talked about how um, our second biggest demographic uh, nationally past the U.S. is Australia. And with Luminary, you wouldn't be able to see that. You would just see Luminary servers. Hmm. So, uh, like, podcasters use that data for ad stuff. Um, So it doesn't – they don't get that from Luminary. And then Luminary is also making money, like, off of their product. Right. That's what I was going to say. It's a lose-lose. If if people go to Luminary to listen to my podcast and Luminary is running ads that – Based off of traffic that my program is bringing them, and I'm not getting a cut of that. But that's yeah. that, that's a problem. Yeah. But that's that's honestly the big. I mean, that's the big problem with the streaming era in general, is that it's it's hard. It's like it's like a you're fighting a war between the content providers, uh, or excuse me, the content creators and the 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 content providers like the streaming platforms. In terms yeah. of like who, who should be in control of like, you know, the money that's coming in for that that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because if if I'm if my podcast is on Spotify and and Spotify is running ads, like I I should be getting a cut of that. You know? Yeah, totally. <clears throat> yeah. So, so we'll see what what happens. There's another app um, that I downloaded and tested out called Swoot. That I love the idea of it. And it's basically a podcast app like any other podcast app. But um, there's a social element to it. So you kind of have like, I guess, a little bit of a news feed. And you can like recommend podcasts mm-hmm. to your friends who are on the app. Which I like because I love podcasts. And I love recommending stuff to people and like hearing what other people are into. And you, and you love your friends. And I love my friends. But... Uh, it's kind of clunky doing that now. Like you can share it in a text, but then it gets lost in there and whatever. Mm-hmm. So this adds like a social element to it. The problem is I downloaded it and like created an account. I connected it to Facebook and then it was like, all right, click here to connect to Facebook and find out which of your friends are on Swoot so you can add them. And I was like, okay, great. And I clicked it and it was like, Looks like you're the first one of your friends to be on Swoot. <laughs> we'll let you know when someone else joins. <laughs> yeah, you're just in the middle of an empty parking lot by yourself. <laughs> right. So it's not much use yet. We'll see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. But there's another podcast app that I love uh, called Overcast. Um, the hard part about podcasts is if you have listened to this far, you don't have this problem. But like we're an hour into this, mm-hmm. it's difficult. It's difficult to get to uh, to get someone to listen to something for an hour. Mm-hmm. And so Overcast, what they have done is you can like right from the play window, you can select like a little snippet of a podcast, hmm. uh, like a ten second clip or a twenty yeah. second clip or whatever, and then export it, and it makes a little video that you can send to people. Um, or you can post on social media uh, to be like, oh, check out this episode, this week's episode of the Weekly Regular. This part was hilarious, which, 
you know, you would have to do basically the whole episode for because this this whole show's a riot. But <laughs> um, yeah, especially this twenty minute tech talk we're having. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's lots of interesting stuff going on in the the world of podcasts, um, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, thus concludes Brandon's Tech Corner. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing about what Spotify is doing is they're kind of taking the Netflix approach when it comes to uh, podcast content. And yeah. I, I feel like they're one of the first platforms to just pay someone – like to pay people outright for their content. Yeah. Um, and not, not based on any kind of advertising model. Just say, hey, we'll pay you – X amount You're of dollars. Exclusively yeah, we'll pay you X Spotify. amount of dollars for X amount of episodes of a show. Like that's that sets a new precedent for how money can be made in podcasting because so far it's only it's mainly been ad support, but now right, you like have Casper and Mailchimp have been <laughs> funding the podcast <laughs> the podcast right. industry almost exclusively. Yeah, and Bonobos. Yeah. And uh HelloFresh and movement watches and uh the united states postal service (laughs) on it uh yeah yeah. but yeah i think it's interesting so it'll be hope there's there's a future for us out there if spotify's if spotify's interested yeah hit us up spotify let's go Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh yeah like going back to those like spotify streaming numbers what you don't want so what the, all those artists who are upset about the all those uh, recording artists that are upset about um, the low Spotify, Spotify streaming payouts or whatever, just start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's all you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> just use your fame, start a podcast, and there you go. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's crazy. Sweet. Uh, oh. Um, so we've concluded Brandon's tech corner. Um, I feel like we have a Kanye segment every week. Like what's new in Kanye news. Have mm-hmm. you heard the latest something that happened today with, with Kanye? It happened today. I did see, I guess head- not specifically with him, but a project he's working on. I no, I haven't heard about projects, but the, uh, one thing I, I read a headline this week that Kanye and, and who knows how valid this headline is, but I read a headline that said he's interested in starting a church. Oh, I saw that too. But who knows? That sounds like a bunch of like hearsay clickbait. I know. And I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope he, I hope he doesn't. Um, (laughs) Why? uh, Cause like, that's, why, why, why would, why should he start a church? You know, I saw, you know, obviously we, we kid a lot about Kanye and, and his actions, but I saw a really earnest post by uh, someone, uh, one of my friends online, and they were like, who has been to the Sunday service, and they were just like, um, what Kanye is doing is earnestly and honestly a new way of embracing the togetherness and the community and the ritual of church, uh, ritual of church, without sort of the the all of the, the divisiveness and the uh, and the negative stuff that comes with uh, a specific religious label on it, uh, and it's been really, really refreshing for them. Uh, I think there would be 
not necessarily, I mean, Kanye doesn't have to start it, but I think if there was a place like that that gave people the same sense of community and the same opportunity for, like, collective um, reflection and time of gratitude and, and, and crucial sick hangs and all that kind of stuff without, like, the pressures and weird dogma that comes with, like, that people put on religious experience and stuff like that, I think a lot of people would be really interested in that. Well, I mean, I agree with that, but that feels very different from the label of Kanye starting a, a church. Well, because like that's that, what—that's what's going to get the most clicks, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, no one's going to click on Kanye West is really adamant about starting a uh, a new way to uh, embrace community and uh, and mindfulness and <laughs> and gratitude. Like, no one's going to click that, you know? Yeah, but, I guess. Yeah, so, but I'm sorry, but what were you going to say about Kanye? Uh, okay, other Kanye news. Um, mm-hmm. He's developing a an anthology series at Showtime. Have you heard about this? No, I have not. Um, there's only uh, a couple bits of information about it, but he's developing an anthology series at Showtime. Uh, it's called Omniverse, uh-huh. and it's going to star Jaden Smith as a young Kanye in an alternative universe. Oh, man, I'm all about it. Me, too. I can't wait. Like, that's that's what I want. A show, a Kanye West show called Omniverse starring Jaden Smith as young Kanye in an alternate universe. <laughs> like, I can't think of any way to make that better. Yeah. That's awesome. I think, hmm, I wonder what universe it's going to take place in. Like, what What are the... What, the Marvel what? Cinematic, probably? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where he's Iron Man? <laughs> It stars Jaden Smith as young Kanye, who's about to turn into Iron Man. <laughs> so they just use a bunch of, sh- of footage from the Marvel movies and just CGI Jaden Smith's head on uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s body. It's like, oh, this is really jarring and unsettling. Wow, he's much taller and much more muscular. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that sounds interesting. Uh, hopefully yeah. show- Showtime just lets him go bananas with it. I know. And hopefully there's a sick soundtrack. Yeah, there probably will be. All right, on. I'm um, into that. Yeah. Does that, does that conclude the Kanye segment for this week? That, that, that concludes the Kanye segment for this week. Uh, oh. I think that's all of my notes. It's all of my notes, too. If you want to uh, get into shout outs. Yeah, let's get into shout outs. Um, I want to give a shout out to... Nicole Hart Jeremy. Mm-hmm. We don't know who you are. At least I don't. Do you yeah. know who Nicole Hart Jeremy is? Um, I think it's uh, 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 my buddy. His name is Jeremy. I think that's his account. And, and he's, he's just being he, awfully presumptuous about Nicole. <laughs> yeah. No, he, his wife's name is Nicole. And uh, he's he's a, a big fan of the show. So that, that explains why that comment is there. Um, gotcha. I was thrown off by the name, though. <laughs> so they're one of those couples that, like, they share an iTunes account. They share a Facebook account, probably. <laughs> yeah, they share an Instagram. <laughs> uh, 
They said, if you enjoy comedy and updates on what is going on in today's society, this is the podcast for you. Hassan and Brandon mesh together very well when discussing events going on with some very special guests sometimes. Keep up the good work. Five stars. Sick. Sick. Um, uh, speaking of podcast feedback, uh, let me pull this up. I got a DM from someone. Let me pull it up. Uh, oh, careful. Uh, it goes down in the DMs, apparently. Um, okay, this is from... I shouted her out last week, but she uh, her name is Nomi, and she DM'd me again, and she said... I <laughs> More feedback on the podcast. Uh, this one's for Bra- this one's for you, Brandon. She Uh-oh. says, uh, <laughs> I, feel- "I made fun of her name." Uh oh. No, this says, uh, "I feel like now that I have binge listened to the podcast." Oh, excuse me, excuse me. I feel like now that I have binge listened to the podcast, I feel compelled to tell you that one of my favorite parts, besides you guys just being hilarious, thank you, Nomi, is that Brandon doesn't know any all all caps current events pop culture movies music or sports (laughs) so he doesn't get any of your references and still goes along with your nonsense and then you guys just laugh about it (laughs) so she single-handedly has insulted both you and me (laughs) by calling my references nonsense no, um, no. Actually, this is uh, this is very kind. Uh, you're right, Nomi. Brandon doesn't know anything about. Hey. Uh, I'm just kidding. Hey. Uh, no, it's it's very kind for her to care about the podcast as much, and I know she was complimenting the show. It, the wording of it was just very hilarious. That is hilarious. Um, how does <laughs> how does she spell her name? N O M I. Okay. Because we got another review uh, uh-huh. on iTunes from Naomi Loves to Laugh. Uh, so I didn't know if it was a pronunciation thing. But I don't think this is the same person. No, I don't think so. Uh, she says, I'm obsessed. What an entertaining listen. I laugh out loud the entire time. What a fun way to stay up to date on current events and pop culture. I'm sold. So Naomi Sick. thinks that w- we're pretty educated on <laughs> current <laughs> events and pop culture. But Nomi... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 mostly there. Sports, sure. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I have no clue, and there's definitely probably a lot of uh, references that you throw out that I'm like, I don't get it. But uh, you know, I can't listen. I can't hear the laughs of everyone that listens to this podcast. So that'd someone a, probably that'd got be a, that. That'd be a crazy superpower if you could, though. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe Luminary will make it happen. Like we can hear laughs in real time. Um, uh, did you see the other the other uh, comments on the or reviews on the uh, on the yes, page? Yes, on yeah. Uh, this is C Hall underscore seventeen. I don't know if I know who that is. C Hall. Uh, incredibly witty, great organic conversation. I shared this podcast with a ton of people today. So well done. Thank you, C Hall seventeen. Uh, that means a lot. It does. That's really awesome. We love you guys. And also, Seahawk. shout out to whoever the one person is that left us a three-star review with no comments. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that it's three stars. It's not one star. They're not mad. They're not like, this podcast sucks. But they're, they want they're, they want to <laughs> let us know that it's not the worst, but there's room for improvement. <laughs> right. They're like, it could be so much better. You guys are trying, and I can't, I can't fault you for that. But it could be so much better. 
I wish I, I wish I knew who these people are. Uh, so I could like send them a Starbucks gift card or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you guys go and positively review the podcast, uh, leave your cash app name in the review and I'll, uh, I'll bless you. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Asana, it is. I will not, I can't afford that. <laughs> there we go. Paying for affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for those positive reviews. My career has reached a new low. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any other uh, any other shout outs you have? Oh oh. Uh, I was listening back to um, uh, our last episode, I believe, and the Avengers review. Yes, and uh, uh, has the has the the Star Wars episode is out too, right? Yeah yeah. Which 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 one came out first? Star, Star Wars. Wars and then Avengers. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, you know, we're so hyped on Avengers that we we skip past um, addressing a really important event that took place. Um, that took place in the Star Wars episode that I think we would be remiss if we didn't uh, elaborate on with our with our audience. Uh, oh yes. At the end, of, so in the Star Wars episode, we we did a deep dive with um, a new member of the weekly. Uh, regular family, uh, Luke Galan, the science man. The science a, man. Luke Galan, the science man. He's a, <laughs> he is definitely not Jamaican. He is uh, Argentinian. Argentinian. And he is our, our resident science expert here at the weekly regular. He was on and, and, and was joined in a delightful conversation about the star Wars movie franchise, yes. uh, where we discussed the new trailer. We discussed, uh, in detail in, in painfully long and, and extensive detail, the original, You're really selling this episode, <laughs> the original franchise. Um, but, and then we were, we had the pleasure of being joined by a surprise guest who reached out, who reached out to us via direct message and said that he was a star Wars expert with intimate knowledge of the of the trilogy and the, the franchise as a whole. And it turned out to be a real life Jawa from Yeah, Delu. Yeah, Delu from the planet Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, he has a crazy story and we got into that and his life and what it's like to be a Jawa living on Earth and what it's like to date Canadian women and all kinds of stuff, right? So it is wild. Uh, we came to discover that Delu had a device, uh, well, more of a weapon rather, uh, that it's like a, a gun, it's a firearm, and when you fire it at someone, it's like a special, it's a special Jawa weapon uh, that he crafted while he was here on Earth, where when you fire the weapon at someone, it shows them the <laughs> the way that they're going to die. Yeah. And... Uh, it's a peculiar- but then you could also dial it back to be like you know just further in the future because he had <laughs> he had seen how our conversation was going to end up. Right. So you can see your future, but you can't change your future. So yeah. So much so that so like actually, <laughs> the time travel actually works in the same way, the same vague way as in Avengers Endgame. Exactly. <laughs> uh, except with his device, you're not only are you watching, so you're. Because you're watching your future, you're watching your future self who is now aware of that future. Yeah. So so the version of you that, you know, if it's the instant that you're dying, is suddenly made aware of <laughs> of the reality of coming to fruition. So he, he um, 
knew he had we asked him and we came to discover that he knew when the world was going to end yeah. and uh unfortunately for us uh the world ends during an episode of our podcast and we the podcast that you heard uh so here's what happened behind the scenes we had Delu come break on it down, break it down uh, we Brandon and I were recording a regular episode of the podcast, and I forget what we we're talking about. It's just a regular episode, a weekly regular episode, if you will, discussing the headlines Ooh. when we get we hear a knock at the door. And uh, I get up and I go open the door. I'm like, hey, you know, whatever it is, can it wait? We're doing a podcast. Come back later. And he's yeah, like, and no. I was you- like, what are you doing, man? We're recording right now. Yeah, and so I went up to open the door, and I opened the door, and I and I couldn't see anyone. I'm like, uh, it's, I'm clearly I'm being pranked. And then he says, hey, down here. And there's this little tiny Jawa on my doorstep. I'm like, holy shit, there's a Jawa on my doorstep. He then uh, tells us, hey, I got this device. Uh, Would you like to know your future? And he shoots us with the device. And he records our future, which was... Our future was, in, in a later episode when we were discussing Star Wars, he was going to DM us to come on the show he would come on the show with luke galan the science mon we would be talking about star wars and and go through his whole story and he would tell us that he had a device that could tell us our future and we would use that device and the world would end while we were using the the device talking about how the world would end and the podcast episode that you all heard was that recording from the device so at some point in the future, we will do a Star Wars deep dive where we will have Luke Galan, the science mon on. Because, again, with his device, you can't undo your future. Right. Uh, right. We will do an episode, unfortunately, where Luke Galan, the science mon, comes on and D- and Delu joins us. And we have a really riveting and funny and delightful conversation that you can find wherever podcasts uh, are, are posted. And, yeah. and unfortunately, the world will end uh, in that moment. Um, so we, we regret to inform you that that's the case. And we, you know, we don't, we only saw the future event. We don't know how we get there. So, I mean, we don't know when or or when we don't know when we're going to go and record that episode, but I mean, the universe is in control now. And I guess that's kind of all we can really rest upon. So, um, if you're wondering what happened at the end of the, that clip, that, that is what happened. The world ended. So, I mean, I guess we're just. We're just hanging on till we're then. Just, yeah, we're just hanging on till then. So I just thought we'd be remiss if we didn't address that uh, and allow our audience to know what what Wait, happened at the end of that. Hypothetically, episode. if we just decided to never do another Star Wars deep dive, wouldn't that save the the entire world? Well, hypothetically, we could try to do that, but according to Delu, uh, the device doesn't work that way. It it shows us our future, and you can't change it. Oh. So, okay. yeah. Um, so that's that's what we have to look forward to, I guess. Um, oh boy! So I guess take that episode as a warning, and uh, <laughs> the end times are near. Yeah, and the Bible does say, "No man know the day nor the hour." So, except Delu, because none but Delu. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to address that because uh, I was listening back and I was like, "Oh, I forgot. We should tell the audience." Um, but yeah, and that we know some stuff yeah. yes and they they don't also what i found when i was listening to an, an, another past episode our most recent episode 
Um, you may uh, – part of the charm of our show uh, of our show is that Brandon and I are clearly we really – charm. We do have a charm. One of our charms is that we are obviously really close friends and we have a lot of like things like inside jokes and like – you know, little quips and, and and affectations and things that we say back and forth to each other that I'm sure people have kind of caught on to in some respects. But there are some things, and one thing in particular that we did last episode that I'm sure we've done in other episodes is we uh, we do edit, 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 edit. When we're doing a bit that we feel uh, has reached its it, peak. It run its course. Yeah, yeah we, uh, so Brandon and I have... Uh, studied improv at uh, the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. World famous. The world famous UCB Theater. Um, and we, Brandon and I both had the same uh, uh, same teacher <laughs> for a one-on-one class. Uh, her name is Marissa Strickland. So, Shout, shout out, out to, to Marissa, Marissa Strickland. That's 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 that was the long con here. I wanted to get to uh, one last shout out. I wanted to shout out to Marissa. Marissa Strickland is a great improv teacher and coach and funny comedian and Let's improviser. Let's get her on the podcast. We should. Um, we haven't had an improviser on the podcast yet, but we'll have them soon. We have. Well, that's to. not that's not true. We had Jessica Jarden. Uh, yes. Uh, she wasn't doing uh, improv on the podcast, but she was just talking about the Kardashians and. And and, uh, and do, giving us all her knowledge on that, but we we should have an improviser on soon. We've I mean we've had drug dealers and Jawas and wrestling and experts, Gary but the wrestling expert, yeah, yeah. But we haven't had any improvisers yet, so maybe we can have uh, Marissa come on and be our first improviser. That'd but, be great. But yeah, so when we were in her, she taught us in our uh, our first our one hundred and one level improv class, <laughs> and in one hundred and one. Uh, most of the time you're just trying to survive without getting your feelings hurt. And she did a great <laughs> job of, of teaching and, and, and preparing us with a, a cool foundation to build upon. And she has a when, – when scenes go awry and go crazy in 101, which they are almost certain to do almost every time, Yes, uh, she would have this uh, way of, of calling edit on a scene – that uh, was kind of this like throwaway kind of edit, 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 edit. <laughs> and very like positive and supportive, but like yes. edit, 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 edit. Uh, yeah, it. okay. It's very, okay, all right, guys. Very funny, very funny. Edit, 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 edit. Yes. And we have adopted that affectation uh, and we do it in life when, whenever yes. we feel something. Usually and when like, <laughs> usually when something like falls flat or. <laughs> <laughs> or if um, we've gone on just way too long and. On a, on a tangent, and we're like, oh, let's get back to the real thing. Edit, yes. edit, edit, edit. Yes, uh, yes. So we love the Marissa. flip side of that one is uh, our two hundred one teacher, which is Todd, which is seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've done that one yet, though. <laughs> no, it's coming. Yeah. Well, let's let's end the podcast that way. <laughs> this episode, seen. And then off and then off air, I'll ask you what's funny about that. <laughs> um, what? Well, funny about that no we love our we love the improv teachers we had they're great uh and that's that's why we've adopted the uh, marissa strickland edit 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 so yeah that's why we do that so there now you know if you didn't know now you know so when now next time we, you know exactly you get that reference uh that's bill Nye the science guy hell yeah it is we gotta we gotta make up uh Similar things for Luke Galan, the science mon. Like, <laughs> so they should be kind of like Bill Nye, the science guy stuff, but like adjacent, you know? 
Now you're familiar. <laughs> Were you aware? <laughs> now you are. <laughs> it's just it's just changing the wording of Bill Nye's stuff. <laughs> oh man. Look along the science, mom. Look, 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 look. <laughs> With the steel drums in there, man. Yeah, man. We gotta get him in. We got to. Are you were you aware of that? <laughs> you are now. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta get Luke Galan back on. Uh we gotta Luke, get Luke We gotta get Luke Galan <laughs> the science mon back on. Uh, I don't know if I appreciated that accent on uh, the word back. Alright. Okay. Um any other sh- any other shout outs you have? Uh, shout out to Milwaukee, Wisconsin for you. Yeah. Shout out to the, all the married 22 year olds in Wisconsin. <laughs> shout a shout out to all the 21 year old homeowners in, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, a hundred thousand dollar homes. Yeah. Man, yeah, we man. should move to Milwaukee. Yo, shout out to the housekeepers at this hotel, keeping my sheets crispy. Um, <laughs> I am not making their job easy. <laughs> keeping my sheets crispy, uh, keeping uh, yeah, keeping this room super fly and baller. Nice. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, well, yeah. Big gulps, uh, huh? Big gulps, huh? That's it for this week. Um, check us out at, at Weekly Regular on Instagram and Twitter. There's like seven Twitter followers. I'm just like keeping it going, but whatever. You check us out on Instagram at Weekly Regular. You can find me at B Shop, B Shop, B Shop. Where can people find you? Uh, at Asan the DJ, at A H S O H N the DJ. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or yep. on Luminary. <laughs> or on Luminary. <laughs> Luminary. Uh, yeah. All right. We All will right. see you next week. All right. Sounds good. See you next week. Later. See.